Awiwa. Welcome back to another episode of Apples and Oranges. I'm Jack Holmesley. And Wawawiwa, uh, my wife, my name is Matthew Cutson. Yeah, we are here with our good friend and comedian Lily Bill Gray. Uh, we owe a lot to her. She put us on one of her first, uh, one of our first mics at her uh, apartment. It was a blast. Um, ever since then, we've just been three peas in a pod. Lily, how are you? Wawawiwa, very good. This is awesome. Happy to be here with my fellow uh, peas in a pod. It's true. This pod's getting a little stuffy. Can you move over? Nah, it's, uh, no, no joke for you. Okay, go moving on. <laughs> All right, <laughs> power through. Gotcha. Uh, but lucky for you, this is not a uh, jokes podcast. This is no a podcast. jokes allowed here. Yeah, if you very joke, serious, uh, you're yeah, off. That's points off from the uh, debate scorecard, which we have up in the corner for all you watching on the uh, video uh, Quibi stream that we do alongside yeah. the uh, audio portion of this. Our you Twitchies, know, our Periscopers, everyone watching live. You'll mm -hmm. see the little scorecard there. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. But, um, Lily, I guess what we'd like to know first is, do you have any kind of debate experience? Funny you ask. I do. I was the captain of my eighth grade debate team. Wow. Not to brag, um, but I, like, in order to go to the debate tournaments, uh, I had to bring my mom along to be the judge because they wouldn't let people go by themselves. So my mom also has debate experience and uh, I'm adding her right now. No, I'm not, but um, I do have debate experience. <laughs> so that sounds really biased. They just let her judge her own daughter? No, no. So she had to judge others, other competitors like in middle school debate world, like from other schools. Um, oh. She was never allowed to judge our school, but she wasn't good at it, and um, eventually she just didn't do it anymore. She was so bad. Well, that's what's likely to happen to, uh, you know, Matthew and I with this podcast, not very good at judging debates, will likely stop doing it at some point in the future. Just kidding, yeah. apples and oranges forever. Uh, I, on that I note... I can't wait for this podcast to sort of dissolve in premise and just become whatever we may fancy. Um, uh, you know, before that ever happens, though, the, the sort of the cutoff, our big goal is to um, get one guest we really want. If you mm, maybe yep. if you have a connection. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're looking to get Ben Shapiro on the show. Oh, yeah. Um, no, it's fine. I just thought they, like I was kind of like your your dream guest. So just like, uh, well, no, no, you are. Our, you're our dream guest. Uh, ben Shapiro is our wet dream guest. This and, is so uh, awkward. Yeah. If, okay, if we no, can kind of. That makes I mean, so much more sense. I totally understand that. I'll see what I can do. Uh, yeah. Well, glad you can to pull see. pull some strings. Yeah, I was about to say, pull those strings. Uh, lucky for you two, I have our first two topics that I've just generated from the uh, oh my God. You know, website that we use to generate random topics. He's all business so, um, today. Oh, I'm, do you not see? I'm in a three-piece suit right now. I'm sweating my ass business. off. Yeah, you have a you have a pocket watch chains uh, over your vest. You, you keep yeah. pulling it out to check the time, which in my opinion is rude. But you know, hey, say what you will about my fashion sense, but uh, I can fucking keep track of time. I say as I start the stopwatch, I was supposed to start when this podcast began because oh, uh, he's late. <laughs> awkward. Yeah, it's really wow. awkward. My cheeks are rosy red. 
and uh, look, I've got spiders in my head. I've also got two topics for y'all. Um, Matt, you are going to be, you know, picking a uh, animated movie of your choice. Lily, awesome. your category is uh, sports teams. Uh, but since you're obviously new to this, uh, you know, I think I'll give Matthew uh, sort of the uh, beginning opening statement to start this debate off. Whenever you're ready, King. Players come and go, but you know what, what stays the same? The genie from Aladdin. That's right. Aladdin is what I'm going to be talking about. Mm. Oh, Aladdin. It's a wonderful movie. It is the, you know, the funniest animated movie for kids, for the family audience. Anyone can see it. Anyone can get a kick out of it. Robin Williams' performance is iconic. The supporting performances of, you know, the likes of um, Gilbert Gottfried as Iago, the parrot. Um, yeah, great. Really fun movie. A lot of heart. Great characters. Great music. Some of the most consistent music in any Disney animated movie. Um, any animated movie, period, I'll, I'll mention. Um Great time, great movie. Um, Robin Williams is blue, and uh, that's enough for me. I, I All right, Matt. That's a that that's a good uh, opening statement there. I really liked a lot of the stuff you had to say about, uh, you know, the music and just sort of the the overall vibe of Aladdin. And uh, you know, Lily, I think if you're ready to uh, follow up with your opening statement, you may begin. I'll try, um, man. Cherry pie, barbecues, um, the American flag. What else is also very American, but baseball. Baseball is the greatest all-American sport. There's songs about it. And yeah, it doesn't have music like Aladdin, but you know what music it does have? The national anthem. And I would like to talk about specifically the Yankees because what they have done for New York City and America as a whole, in my mind, and I hope in all of yours, elevates it above something so childish as a, as a animated movie and really is fun for all ages. That's pretty kick-ass. I'm going to start with a question for Matthew. As Lily is sort of exhibited here, the Yankees do have a rich history of kind of just being this iconic institution in New York. Uh, and when I think of Aladdin, all, all that comes to mind in terms of uh, helping out the greatest city in the world is, I guess, the Aladdin musical. Uh, how, how does Correct. that, you know, as an event, how does the, uh, the Aladdin musical sort of uh, face off against a Yankees game, in your opinion, experientially? Well... I think what's nice about the Aladdin musical is that it's kind of something for everyone, right? It's, it's a tight hundred minutes. You're in and you're out. You know, if you're, if you're a tourist uh, taking your family to New York and it's, you have two options, you got Yankees tickets, you got Aladdin on Broadway tickets. What do you do? You can, you know, tight, tight hundred. And then you get like a nice dinner somewhere in times square. And then maybe you do something downtown. The options are limitless. And the rest of the night, you're going to be kind of bathing in the glow of the wonderful vibe and emotion and feeling of Aladdin the musical. Uh, a Yankees game, you're going to be there all night. It's going to be hours and hours and hours, and it's going to be basically the same thing over and over. Yankees are going to hit some balls with some bats, maybe catch some balls, maybe miss them. Another team's going to be there, maybe, if we're lucky. I just, you know, it, it's very samey. But with Aladdin on Broadway, you get this 
you get a, a classic story, but it's live, mind you, it's live. So there's the, there's still the spontaneity to it. What could happen? Maybe a dancer will fall. Who knows? You know? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's New, yep. represents no, I, New York I, better than anything else I know. Uh, Agrabah is also a, a sister city of New York in, um, in Saudi Arabia. Fun fact. Well, I heard that loud and clear. Lily, would you like a question or would you like to defend yourself? Um, I think I'd like to defend. Um, yeah. Please. So, <laughs> uh, what you're saying makes sense. I'm not disagreeing with you, but let me ask if you're a tourist and you have, you know, your family with you, um, would you rather spend it in a dark room listening to other people sing? Or do you want to be out there on the field yelling with your family, supporting a team that saved New York? I don't know what could be more New York when the Yankees have so much history behind it. And the land on Broadway, I'm not even sure if it's been on for more than five years. It just doesn't scream to me to be, mm. you know, it, it doesn't really do much for me. It's, it's as replaceable as any of these Broadway musicals. And I'd also like to bring back the question. This is for the animated film. Yeah, I was going to mention. So, so just just to real quick loop back around there. Um, yes, I would much prefer to be in a quiet in a dark room listening to other people sing than uh, spend hours screaming. It would hurt my throat, and uh, I have a sensitive throat. Um, but about the movie, you know, the movie's vastly superior to the Yankees. What is, you know, what's the Yankees record? You know, maybe they're one of the better scoring, you know, uh, uh, baseball teams, you know, one of the ones that has a better record, but you know, Aladdin is, you know, just, it's, it's basically like the OP movie. It's, it's overpowered. Nothing can compete with it. You know what I mean? It's, it's got music. It's got heart got robin williams just like going all over the place they had to animate new stuff for him based on his improvisation no other animated movie has done that before or since it's hilarious heartfelt i've never laughed at a baseball game before because the yankees have no sense of humor they're all they're just a bunch of they're just a bunch of heartless stooges who just work for big baseball hmm. i i'll say this um, I don't think that there's any stronger lesson you can learn from baseball um, as opposed to Aladdin, like the main character, obviously a very thin woman with unobtainable body, you know, and what does that teach women that she's, that they have to be thin to be appreciated, to be a princess, and they have to wait for a prince to come and save them, where as a baseball um, player, you know, that, that is almost like the quintessential role model for all little boys. And when I think about which one's healthier, I'd have to say baseball. I think the best role model for a little boy is seeing uh, Robin Williams uh, be funny. <laughs> I think if I, if I, if I could live in a, in a society where, where, you know, little, little boys were, were taught that uh, actually the best thing to do is be funny and uh, not uh, take steroids like a certain um, Alex Rodriguez, you know, uh, you know, the Yankees have been mired in scandal, but uh, uh, Robin Williams, he, everyone loves him. You know, you know, he he died and people still treat it like it was like a mass tragedy because he was so beloved because he's that good. Uh, I, I'm not one to touch the Robin Williams death. 
I won't go there. <laughs> um, however, I don't know if uh, he is the best role model for children. Yeah, why is that? Um, I don't want to touch it. I don't want to touch it on the record, but he... <laughs> um, I'll just say that um, he, the role models with, with the Yankees, something problematic happens. They can switch out a player just like that. It's part of the game in nature. But with uh, Aladdin, like now that Robin Williams has died, he, he left such big shoes to fill that nobody can fill it. Therefore, like if they were to do another movie and back to Broadway, they have to find people that are smaller that could never that could never live up to Robin Williams. So then what is your take on Will Smith's performance in the live action Aladdin remake? This is a, a, a floor is open for either of y'all to answer. It's not the original Aladdin, you know, it's it's uh, a shell of a, you know, an, an Im- a pale imitation. The original what made the original Aladdin it was lightning in a bottle. It wasn't just the plot and it wasn't just you know, it wasn't just the characters. It was all of the above. It was such a holistically great movie. Um, you know, the, the the Yankees, you know, it's like uh, they do well when they have star players. It's not a, they're not a very holistic team. Uh, I think uh, Will Smith was a futile attempt to try and fill such huge shoes of Robin Williams that could never be filled. However, we're talking about holistic and lightning in a bottle. I do have to point out how New York basically saved, or how the Yankees basically saved New York uh, during 9 11. As funny as they, it sounds. They did nothing. They played baseball. No, they, but, they shot down that plane over Pennsylvania that was going to the White House. They, I'm they glad you guys have president. heard of it. Yeah. No, yeah. there's a fantastic oh. documentary about how uh, um, they. Uh, boosted morale for all of New York City when they were going through the hardest thing that the city has ever gone through. Uh, the Yankees were right there to play and keep morale up. You too did more for New York during uh, post 9-11 than the <laughs> Yankees did. Um, I'm going to allow both of you to do your closing statements and then uh, I think I'm going to make this decision on this debate. Please, uh, Matthew. Yeah, um, uh, y- Yankees are shit. Uh, they ain't no good nothing, nothing good about them. Uh, Aladdin is a perfect, wonderful movie. Robin Williams is great. Uh, Lightning in a Bottle, holistic experience. Uh, Broadway show is also pretty good from my understanding. Um, Yankee games are long, uh, uh, mired with scandal. Uh, they, they didn't do much to help 9-11. Yield my Billy, time. Would you like to, uh, you know, closing statement? Uh, the Yankees are about as American and as New York as it gets. Uh, they're role models for children. It's a fun game to watch. And ultimately, it did more for 9-11 than Aladdin could ever dream of doing. I yield my time to the room. All right. I've reached my decision. Uh, I'm going to give this debate to Matthew. I just, I think baseball is really boring. Uh, I was actually at a Yankees game recently and it started raining and I was like, why the fuck would they do this outside? Like they could do this in like a 
indoor space, whatever. I've never walked out of a, an Aladdin showing and I saw the live action one in theaters and it was trash, but, uh, great work lads. Um, uh, Lily, hell of a good job. First debate. Uh, usually I don't yeah. critique, uh, and go through the performances, but I'm going to just maybe break it down a bit. I, uh, really liked how Matt was talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, you were okay. So no, I'm not going to. Okay. Well then maybe let me change my mind. Okay. Well then let me, let me, let me, uh, shift gears here to talk about, uh, for, well, for one thing, the next two topics have seemingly generated themselves from thin air, which is weird. Uh, Jesus actually. Christ. Oh my God. The AI is learning. It's, it's Don Cheadle from space jam Two. It's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's alive and well, and he's coming up with topics for us. Um, first, I mean, I don't know. This isn't going to be topical by the time this airs. Have either of you seen Space Jam 2? I won't talk about it here. It's fine. I was going to. Fuck, I need to. I won't talk about it here. Okay. Jack. (laughs) Yes. Your topic. Discuss the best herb or spice. Okay. And Lily, discuss the best TV actor. Floor is yours whenever you're ready, Jack. Um, I think, hmm, I think the best spice, no, I think the best herb is, uh, mint. I think it will make you, it can cure nausea, they put it in gum, mint makes shit so fucking good, and they, every holiday, in the holiday season, uh, every single one of them incorporates mint, even some non-holiday, holiday season holidays, uh, and you know, mint there's mint tea mint gum honestly i think for most of i mean a lot of you know agricultural societies i think economies are built on mint you know there there are people who owe their lives to this herb or spice it's an herb yes it's an herb i think okay it then it is and uh i'm gonna yield my time i think mint is just mm, mm, minty fresh Tough act to follow. Uh, yep. That's such a you know beloved herb, mint. Yep. It's so, a top one herb. Yeah. Uh, so I have to go with my personal preference of TV actor. Um, this is Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, do you know who that is? Because I don't want to. Sherlock. We, we all know. We all know Benedict Cumberbatch. So Benedict Cumberbatch, mint rules. <laughs> so he is, without a doubt, the best TV actor. He um, not only is uh, so like meticulous with his with his acting. You know, you it's almost hard to um, believe that who he is off the screen is actually who he is because you so believe who he every um every uh, role he plays you believe it also the roles he plays um that are like smarter roles like sherlock for some reason he's really sexy when he's playing those and he's not an attractive man which leads me to think he is the best actor just based on how i'm attracted to him only when he's playing a character interesting um now uh jack would you would you describe uh uh mint as a uh, sexy spice uh why or why not a sexier um 
I think Mint, I mean, what's so great about it is it depends how you utilize it. Much like Benedict Cumberbatch uh, is sort of like a chameleon, he can play many different roles. Mint can just be used for way more things than simply, you know, being sexy. Mint can absolutely be sexy. I mean, if you take some mint leaves and just, like, arrange them in a way that is just, like, very erotic, that can, like, be a turn-on for a lot of people, especially if you're entering a space in which that's, like, already been lit with some candles and maybe some mint candles, too. I mean, there's just infinite applications. And this Benedict Cumberbatch guy, I mean, look, you know, he's been in some shows, he's been in some television shows, for all, I mean, how long has TV been around? Past, what, 20, 30 years? I mean, 15 Mint years. Has been, 15 years. That's what I thought. Uh, so TV's been around for the past seven years, and Mint has been around for what? Fucking thousands, millions of years? The Earth has essentially, uh, like, created Mint through. Well, it was, it was the first element. Yeah, I think Mint was actually. Uh, Periodic you know, table, number one, yeah. Mint, number two, Helium. Matthew's just making my argument for me. I I apologize. I just I'm a fact checker as well as a moderator. Yeah, and 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 yeah. Short story long, mint is hot as fuck. Interesting, interesting. Now, uh, considering what you've discussed, as you know, the applications for mint, it's uh, uh, Lily, could you discuss the uh, a bit or elaborate a bit on the versatility of uh, Benedict Cumberbatch? Of course. So the one distinction I do want to make. Benedict Cumberbatch and Mint is Mint overpowers everything it's added to. You always know yep. there's Mint in it. It's it's very strong. It's like oh, is the is there Mint in this? Because you know, you, you're always you're always, it's always going to find its way to your to your palate. But with Benedict Cumberbatch, his acting is so fantastic and so sort of chameleon like that. Even if he's not the star, which Mint always needs to be. Benedict Cumberbatch is kind of able to um, add whatever he, he has to add for uh, whatever show he's in. So he can be the star easily. He can be uh, the love interest. He can be the friend. He can be the dad. He is much more versatile and less overpowering in exactly what he has to do for every role. Yeah, I think that's uh, just exemplary of how Benedict Cumberbatch almost deserve to lose because it sounds to me like that's a performer who's willing to sort of take a step back willing to to sort of rein it in when mint it's it is the best unequivocally i'm sure there are other contenders for best tv show actor this category shouldn't even be herbs and spices there should be just a mint category because it's just so applicable it's the best it is overpowering it's unquestionably there i'm sure there are plenty of movies i've seen that or shows rather where Benedict Cumberbatch may be lurking in the background like some sort of a freakazoid I mean the guy played an animated dragon for Christ's sakes look Mint doesn't need to stoop to those levels to be in a uh, a Hobbit movie come on I mean Lord of the Rings were good enough Mint look I I mean let's just face it it's the best I can drink a glass of water after watching Benedict Cumberbatch and not have my <laughs> mouth feel weird so then he wasn't doing a good enough job acting because when I watch a Daniel Day-Lewis performance, I cannot drink a glass of water without it kind of like, you know, the air, like, like the feeling where your mouth is burning. Yeah. Uh, that's an Oscar-worthy performance, in my opinion. Uh, uh, Lily, yeah. do, you, do you think Smaug needed a mint? You know, I think if he had a mint, it would have ruined... Um, everything if he had the mint it could have cooled off the mouth and he maybe wasn't able to spit fire um which 
uh, I think is integral to what dragons do. Um, so I think Mint could have, you know, Mint doesn't know when to step back and Mint will take uh, kind of the, the headlining position no matter what. And um, you guys are in, uh, you know, the comedy scene, the entertainment scene. Do you really want to work with somebody who uh, isn't willing to uh, be part of a bigger image and just wants to be at, at the front? Well, look, I mean, Maddie has worked with Mint before. Uh, and, and and look, I mean, just just think about it. If When has Benedict Cumberbatch helped you out, right? If your breath is smelling kind of whack, uh, I'm not going to turn on two or three seasons of Sherlock. I'm going to pop a Mint and my life is instantly better. And sure, Mint is taking the front seat there. And yes, I will be smelling of Mint for probably the next couple days, just given how strong it is in an herb and or spice. But uh, that's kind of what's nice. And if variety is the spice of rice, that's all right. Uh, I don't know. This one's tricky. I just, I just don't like people with an attitude problem. And it does kind of feel like, you know, I, I don't know Mint personally. I wouldn't want to speak about them. But this is off the record. Don't worry. Off Mint, the record. Hear about this We're get we are not Mint. recording this. Fantastic. Because <laughs> um, she's a bitch. No, uh, she just doesn't know how to take direction. And, um, you know, I, I think I'd rather enjoy a performance um, on screen, be able to turn it off when I want and not have it affecting, um, you know, my tongue and others afterwards, unless Benedict Cumberbatch uh, asks nicely first, in which case maybe there could be some out stuff. So I'll say, wow. yeah. Well, I, oh, excuse well, me. I was just going to say, I mean, I, I would prefer when I stop watching the show that the performance is so good. It just lingers in my mouth and even clears my sinuses and sure maybe mint is hard to work with and we all know the allegations we we we, we, were, we were aware of these allegations and look yeah, i'm not saying that kid she kicked look, that kid yeah mint maybe kicked a few kids here and there but you got to separate the flavor from the herb okay uh you're still chewing mint gum probably i mean you 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 vote with your wallet that's all i say and and i know matt as personally, I've seen him with Altoids. I've seen him with Mint Gum. I've never seen him with Ben Cumberbatch. So uh, I think actions speak louder than words. Re let me go on the record saying no matter how I uh, this debate is settled, whoever wins, let it be known that uh, Matthew has voted for Mint in his actions. Uh, and, and for that, I'm going to give myself the dub in the notes right now uh, before the debate is called. Um, just uh, a win for Jack. Yeah, uh, Lily yeah. won. Lily won. But change it. Lily won. <laughs> no, no, I, I already explained my reasoning. Lily, yes, you did win on the pod. That's fine. You did win. But just so we know, for the records, there's going to be a W there for Jack. Just because mm -hmm. Matt already spoke with his actions. Uh, I see him chewing a big old mint leaf as he as he lies through his teeth. And I can, it's such a, uh, a smell. I can smell it from Westchester County. Jesus Christ, Matt. Have a mint or something. <laughs> listen, listen, sorry. Listen, I... I resent the the implication that I, I paid with I, I I voted with my wallet, okay. I voted with someone else's wallet. I'm broke, okay. I borrowed, <laughs> took out a loan. Give me a fucking break, Jesus fucking Christ. I do have to say, up until this point in the debate, I thought it was pretty close towards the end. You know, I because I thought you were both with each argument you were making. One was better than the next, was better than the next. But at the same time, I thought you were both missing out on some key arguments at times. 
But towards the end, towards the end, Lily started to overtake you. And then with this slander against your own moderator, Jack, it just became <laughs> abundantly clear. I, I've, uh, listen, I believe the allegations against Mint. Um, what? I, I believe, uh, I just, I believe victims. And okay, I, I have never worked with Mint personally. Um, you know, I think before we knew this stuff about Mint, I think we all, you know, um, I, th- I think we all enjoyed um, Mint's craft, but um you know, uh, we all know now, and I certainly know I'm, I'm never going to work with Mint, and, um, you know, I'm never going to pay money uh, just for, for Mint to do what Mint does. Um, I'm just going to drop in and do a quick plug. Mint, <laughs> Mint and I are doing a, uh, a tour of uh, the, the West Coast in uh, September. <laughs> Post up magic, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, we're doing, we're doing magic tricks and uh, kicking kids, so... Uh, <laughs> Guys, tickets are in my Instagram bio at jack.homesley. Uh you can catch me there. Uh Mint and I are also on Parlor. <laughs> if you want to catch us there. Uh but yeah, I'm pretty pissed I lost that. I found Mint uh, in the Q forums and uh Mint is always strongly worded in uh, in her responses yeah, to things. Mint doesn't know when to stop. Um Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. That's, Mint lives uh, in the congressional district of uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and she's gone on record to say that she voted for her. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Believe um, it. <laughs> that yeah. checks out for Mint. Um, Lily, great job. Let's see if you can hold up in this next round against our very own Maddie Cuts. Ding, uh, ding, ding! Yeah. Do I guess on? Or do I have to? Is music? Yeah. yeah so you yeah, don't. Do you so to... all of our guests are pissed when they find out that they don't get to moderate one because their minds are tired as fuck at this point from debating for so long. But this is the fucking which gauntlet. benefits us. So <laughs> no, please. I I would go six rounds in middle school. We're all in the cafeteria and we're all just like, oh fucking damn. Should we abolish the penny? Uh... <laughs> did you? By the way, did you keep doing debate after middle school? No, I then uh, went to a non-accredited uh, high school, and then I had to drop out of high school, and then that's kind of where my education ended. So oh. kind of fantastic that I'm, I'm here, able to uh, redeem myself. Yeah, this is the redemption. We uh, next week we're having on your debate coach, uh, and we're gonna just do a commentary on this episode, and we're gonna critique our strategies, and uh, then we're really gonna find out who won that mint debate. Uh, that's all I'll say. Um, yeah, it was clearly Lily, clearly, not even uh, with a question. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you're 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 a lunatic. I, <laughs> uh, I'm the people's champion. And uh, the People's Champion's got the two next topics pulled up from that uh, AI that's been uh, beaming uh, false accusations of child kicking into the mince haters' heads. Uh, fuck you, AI. But thanks for the random picks. Maddie, your topic is sandwich. Uh, okay. Your sandwich of choice, of course. Sure. Lily, uh, your topic is war. So whichever war throughout history, maybe even a war that hasn't happened yet, a fictional war, holy war uh you know make a choice be creative um (laughs) this is also a uh this is also tryouts for a uh an improv group (laughs) (laughs) uh but um 
whenever actually lily are you cool starting this one uh yeah let me think of a war um it's okay i can spin I... my wheels for a couple seconds while you think yeah. and just talk and say nothing and just give you time to kind of process because i know when I... i'm sitting there I, I so appreciate you. I, I think I, I won't take you up on that because I, I, of course I, I have it. Um, oh, the thing oh. is I, I did not go to high school like I, like I just stated. So the, my knowledge of wars is uh, not great, but I, um, I think I got one, Hell which yeah. is um, uh, the war, but hmm, that's a battle. Can I do a battle? No. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Um, well, hey, it's it's if it's a battle, it probably took place in a war. So, yeah, I was going to do, um, yeah, literally ahead. any of the battles in Hamilton. Okay, so your uh, your war is the American Revolution. Yeah. Yes, it's it's that, but specifically the ones in Hamilton. Okay, um, so so Yorktown stuff like that. Yeah. So, so not a war. Uh, <laughs> okay, that that one, um, the one with the freaking with the the mu- the musket. Musket, yeah, yeah the one with the musket. So you're yeah. also a a war historian. It's I was gonna say. Um, I I think you should should run this up. Take take the Hamilton battle. Take the reins. That's enough of an apples and oranges prep. We don't need to stick to like we should not let the AI infect us. As long as it's as long I, as it's I'm, just an apples to oranges. I think yeah. as long as it's it's this is gonna be total apples to oranges, in my opinion. As the people's champion and mince press agent, uh I decree that she may begin with a statement. Um not many battles or wars can eventually become beloved unless you're that weird kid in like middle school history who's obsessed with world war ii these kind of things don't become you and the thing is with time those kids just become more sensitive and it's um no but uh w- when wars and battles can become beloved by um so many people a country a nation a a uh, continent, a world, right? It really takes a special kind of battle slash war. Um, and that is uh, Yorktown and others in Hamilton because of Hamilton. Um, and uh, I don't know if a sandwich, especially if we bring in things like gluten, um, mm. if we bring in stuff like meat, peanut butter is problematic. These are all canceled foods if you ask me. And ah. uh, there's nothing that's really cancelable about any of the battles that are shown in Hamilton because uh, they, they did a lot of revolutionary stuff besides just the war. Mm. Matt, you know how it goes. I know how it goes. Um, I was I didn't have time to, to think of an actual um, idea for this, but I was going to try and do a Lin-Manuel type rap uh, explaining my my, my answer. Um, I, I was going to try and quickly come up with a series of like nice, like not only rhymes, but also like examples of solid wordplay. It didn't pan out. My um, it's, it's a Ruben. I'm doing a Ruben. Um, I, uh, I, I was I was trying to think of what rhymes with Ruben. I was thinking Jeffrey Tubin. I was thinking, what did Jeffrey Tubin do? He's a CNN contributor that jacked off on screen. I was going to do something like something like 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 I would beat. I was going to beat Jack with this. I was going to get beat Jack off 
but then I was going to say I was going to beat you off. It doesn't really work. Like Jeffrey <laughs> Tubin. That's why my choice for the sandwich is the Reuben. So that's sort of, that's where my head was at. Um, the Reuben. There we go. So, okay. So, look, I think, uh, I, I guess I'm thinking about this in sense of uh, body count. In the sense that, like, Yorktown, a lot of people died. And I was like, well, that's probably not very good. But then at the same time, I think Reuben sandwiches have probably killed a lot of people. I feel like you definitely clogged some arteries. Uh, that is that is anti-Semitic. That is anti-Semitic of you to say. It's uh, like it's almost like there's a Yorktown of cows going on every time you want a Reuben. You're, I mean, it's kind of like the like a cow war going on. Every cow has a relative that's been turned into a Reuben. It's actually very problematic. You really need to amplify cow voices at a time like this. And I feel like since I've been platformed uh, with this podcast, I, uh, you know, I can't let you go on with this debate without saying that. Uh, I, 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 that was I, really brave. I appreciate that kind of pushback, you know, in my life and in general. Um, but um, I mean, you know, there. Are, look, we're not talking burgers here, right? You know, if if a Reuben is like, you know, the Battle of Yorktown. Uh, for cows, then uh, then a hamburger is sort of like the Holocaust for cows. Um, uh, just too many. You know what I mean? I, it, you know, really, really unfortunate, tragic. Um, uh, you know, I think the Reuben is a it's a delicious sandwich, sweet and savory, um, hearty. Uh, it is it's you know, it's it's a, a very popular traditional, you know, diner food. Um, it has its roots from, you know, uh, Eastern Europe. Um, it's, it's importance to, you know, uh, a lot of people's, you know, Jewish heritage, um, very, you know, very popular sandwich, uh, each ingredient is, is, is very like finely chosen. And I've just, you know, you never have a bad Reuben because you don't just make a Reuben. A Reuben is something you get. When you get the Reuben, it's such a nice sandwich. It's, it's thick and you take a bite and you just, you just feel each layer, like kind of flicking up against your teeth. Wonderful sandwich. Battle of Yorktown. Got people dying all the time. You got Lin Manuel Miranda over there wrapping his little ass off, and for what? People are dying. Why aren't you helping them? You have, you know, it, it's just. I mean, it's war. It's battle. It's ugly. It is the 1700s. That technology isn't good. People are like shooting muskets into each other, and then those wounds are getting infected. People are dying slowly, like bleeding out over the course of like a week as they try to stuff the wounds or just like let the blood. They let the blood and people like just have like lose pints and pints and pints. I mean, battle was, you know, like, you know, we're shitty now. It was shittier then. Oh, my God. It, you know, the cows that die for Rubens, they die quick. It's a pump of air to the head and they never think again. Wow. I, uh, I please, Lily. Uh, I would have to, to disagree because with Yorktown, um, that is a, uh, a number that is not changing it's not adding every single day you know mm. the battle's over and now it has had time to heal it's become part of an integral it's an integral part of our history as a country and it also happens to be in one of the most critically acclaimed uh, musicals to ever hit uh, broadway uh, but newsies it was in newsies no, I, Book of i've seen newsies but no you know nowhere is good you know, you can read anywhere. That's not even a personal opinion. That's just that's just common knowledge. But with a with a 
a Reuben, every time a cow dies, um, that number just goes up and up and up. And you're right, people do love Reubens. And is it is it right that every time us, our, our little human brains want a Reuben, we can just shoot a cow in the head? Yes. Also, not quick and painless, they grow up in very tight uh, uh, meat farms and they don't have much room. It's just awful living conditions. And for what, a, a sandwich? Yep. I yes. don't know. Oh, I do. Cows are socialized. You're thinking of veal. Cows are actually <laughs> always having fun. Veal, nah. But, you know, but the, 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 the meat, the thick meat you get on a Reuben, you don't get that kind of thick meat by, by letting a cow sit around, waste away. That kind of thick meat, you get that by letting a cow graze in Rome, okay? So these cows are healthy. They're happy. And then it's, you know, it's just like of mice and men, you know, look, look over at the field. Oh, think about the rabbits. Quick shots to the head. You're done. Last thoughts. We're happy. No one was no one at Yorktown was happy. I'm just going to mention that they were all miserable. You know, it, it, you know, just like mud and muskets and infections, wounds, wet socks. OK, those cows do not have wet socks, but those in the Battle of Yorktown, they all had wet socks. But they were fighting for the privilege to uh, create a United State, right? Which we don't, a United States. I got it. Uh, and that is something that we still appreciate today. Those men uh, died on that field for us to have some of the greatest for the sake of this argument to create one of the greatest countries in the world. Um, but uh, we're creating what a sandwich with cows. If you think about it, the life that you described a cow would have to have to create that thick meat. I believe that was the word choice. You <laughs> yeah, it was thick meat. Yeah, uh, <laughs> raising on, uh, on, grass and running around being happy having friends yeah and uh it's it's almost worse it's ignorant bliss with the war you know that once you step on that battlefield you may never see your family again you know it's what they had to do to create this nation but with cows they think it's just another day on the grass and then boom they're killed for a sandwich um Lily, what do you have to say about the cows who lost their lives at the Battle of Yorktown? Uh, the cows who lost their lives at the Battle of Yorktown, um, I wish we could hear from them personally, but they gave their life to create um, a beautiful state that all cows have the right to live happy and free without the uh, possibility of becoming a sandwich like many other countries. Um, uh, they just wanted the same treatment as cows in India, and maybe they'll never get that. So funny enough, I actually have a um, an animal Ouija board here. Um, so I was thinking <laughs> we could we could contact some of those cows uh, uh, that you know that fought in the Battle of Yorktown. Um, if you if you're willing to let me, please. All right, um, all right let me see. Let's see. Oh, okay. It's okay. Ooh, I actually hated, I hated fighting for America. I wish I was in a room in, ooh, I wish someone would eat me. 
I died at war. That's not normal for cows or people. Everyone should just be eaten by another animal. Ooh. Sandwiches are a great way to eat the meat from an animal because you don't have to touch the meat itself, which can be messy, especially when the meat is thick, like mine. Ooh. When you hold the bread, you don't have to touch the meat. And the bread itself is good, and the sauce, and the peppercorn. Boy, oh boy, I could go for a Reuben myself. Haha, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm a cow. I wouldn't do that. But you should. Moo. Anyway, I'm dead. Revolutionary War was rough. I gotta go. Peace. Bye. Moo. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. That was, oh, wow. oh my God. Crazy. That, whoa. That was fucking insane. I, I, I think we just need to rush into closing statements after that, honestly. That was like an earth-shattering event. Yeah, uh... Uh, in conclusion, um, cows are friends. Cows are uh, beloved animals. And I, I'm not going to say that my opponent uh, fabricated that, that contact. That was very clearly a very real contact. I would never say Still that. shaking. I don't think that that one cow stands for all of the cows that um, not only battled in Yorktown, but the, the cows that are still here today. I'm going to close with... Um, Yorktown uh, was a necessary evil uh, to create, once again, for the sake of this argument, one of the best countries in the world. And um, it's now a beloved uh, musical and cows, it's, it's a continuous cow uh, war battle. And it's just, it's not right. Mm. Matthew? Jack, look at me. Jack, look at me, baby, look at me. Remember that? Remember how recently we went out to that 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 Ukrainian place? Oh, Vasilka. Yeah, <laughs> we, we had, had those Rubens. We had those Rubens. Mm, imagine, go back, picture the taste of it in your mouth. Mm, oh my God, that Reuben tastes wow. so. It was good. it was some thick meat. I mean, oh, it was thick meat. All right, uh, I yield my time. But look, here's, <laughs> I just, I'm honestly just so fucking freaked out about that ghost cow like yeah that was weird <laughs> that like honestly dude like i'm so shook it, it was horrifying and scary i gotta give it to lily just at how i'm scared shitless because I don't that was you. fucked up look man i first of all you were disqualified immediately because you got someone else to debate for you that was strike one strike two was the fact that i like peed a little when i saw that fucking dead cow uh take possession of you and you kind of just morphed into an abomination for a second i i literally dude Oh, yeah, I'm still wearing the revolutionary garb that cow was wearing. It's really yeah, left that behind. Oh my gosh, that was that was really scary to see. Um, I, I, may he rest in peace, though. I mean, oh yeah. Thank you. If if you can, thank you for his service. But yep. I was I was shaking the whole time. I'm glad that's over. Um, you know, I'm also gonna take a second to thank you for your service, Lily, because uh, you've been an amazing guest on our podcast. Thank you for your service. So fun. Yeah, thank you guys. I'm glad I can do this. It was awesome. Oh, my... we were so fucking glad you could do this as well. Yeah, avenge my debate uh, career. Um, maybe show, uh, once this is out, I'll show it to my mom and be like, you didn't spend every Saturday in a uh, lunchroom for nothing, mom. See, I'm something. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Shout out to my mom. So what's the, what, what's the score for today, Jack, by the way? So for today's uh, episode, we had three debates, uh, just because they were all so riveting. Uh, 
you know, I came in last place with zero wins and uh, a loss. Uh, Matt came in second <laughs> with uh, with a win and uh, a loss. And Lily, uh, you won two debates and lost a debate. Uh, you fucking take home the gold. Um, we're gonna be shipping you your uh, thick meats in the mail as yeah, your reward. Yeah. Gold-plated Reuben. There is yep. there, I mean, a real cow did die for this. Uh, this gold-plated oh, Reuben. Good. That yeah. was all for the sake of debate. I'm ready to eat this gold cow Reuben. So yeah. Ooh, um, bef- is there anything yeah, you'd be- like to plug? Yeah. Before you eat your golden cow, anything you'd like to plug? Oh my gosh, do I? Um, you can follow my Instagram. Um. I nothing hot going on. Just I like the the followers, but it's um it's Lily Billgray at at Lily Billgray. Um, and uh, stay tuned because I'm gonna be doing some cool stuff. Um, and uh, I'll post about it. So stay tuned. Got some Hell stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, awesome. And you can find well. First of all, right now Jack and I are doing streams on uh, collabor- individual collaborations with uh, one Alex Richards on his yes. Twitch, Bedsty Bed Guy. I love find- Alex. That's awesome. You can find us both there. You can also find us on Instagram at Matt and Jack Comedy, as well as individually uh, me at, at Matty Cuts. That's M-A-T-T-Y underscore K-U-T-Z. And you can find me at Jack.Homesley. Uh, I assume you're going to spell it correctly because if not, you don't deserve to follow me. Everyone, you've been such a fucking good listener. You've been such a good listener today. Such a good listener, guys. Such a good listener.